0: Dust off that bottle of wine from the back of the cupboard. Push the boat out with some nibbles. Buckle up, strap yourselves in, and hold on to the seat of your knickers. Kath and Amy, they're a little bit wrong, but oh, so right. Right.
1: Welcome, lovelies, to episode three of our podcast, The Extortionate Price of a Fish Pie. With me, Kath, and her over there, Amy. We are the most unlikely pairing you're ever going to come across. Isn't that right, Ames? It is so true. We don't know how we work, but we do. It's a bit like peanut butter and jam sandwiches. Shouldn't work, should be gross. It's not, though. But there you go, comparing our relationship to weird food
0: combination yet again amy
1: love you're gonna have to get over this we're polar opposites okay we shouldn't work but we do now i need to set the scene we're all
0: together in a bar overlooking the sea the beautiful piano music is adding to the ambience as the waves are lapping gently on the shore i love it we have a big drink and snack. So, Kath, I'm wondering, what have you got today?
1: Today, I'm going to have a pina colada.
0: Oh, lovely. Yeah. Gin and tonic, I think,
1: for Oh, May. get you. Or maybe a martini. What goes with martini? Oh, no, they come out with olives in them and they're the food of the devil. <laughs> well, we won't be having that. <laughs> and how about a snack? Uh, I think I'll have a courgette. <laughs> a courgette? Yes, I like crunching on a courgette, raw one. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, it's lovely. So you just get a whole courgette. I peel it, like and make noodles out of it and just eat them. It's delicious. Oh, it's disgusting. Courgettes don't taste of anything. It's crunchy. It's crunchy, as my dogs would say. My dogs like it too. A whole courgette. A whole courgette courgette and a potato peeler, and our many ones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, in episode three of the extortionate price of a fish pie, we have a treat up our sleeves for you. We'll be telling you how lucrative your garden could be. In fact, if you've got a playhouse or anything like that, really, any garden, stop whatever you're doing because
1: we've got a genius idea. It's money-making idea, isn't it, Kath? It is. I've got a shed. It's a bit wonky because my husband has sort of manhandled it once too many times and it's <laughs> a little bit <laughs> rickety. But would that be included in the list Yeah, I reckon.
0: Oh, good. Plus, we've got more cringeworthy confessions and our invaluable survival guide tip. We want you to learn from our mistakes, which are many. Laugh with us or at us. Either way doesn't matter. And together let's work out
1: how to do this thing called life. We haven't worked it out, let's be honest. I mean we're faking it until we make it. It's so true. Isn't it? Yeah. There's no point even denying it because it's just impossible. We are walking disasters. So Kath, how has your week been? I don't really feel like I want to talk about it to be quite honest. What's happened? It's been an expensive week, Amy, <gasps> no middle name, Williams. I wish you'd stop pointing out that I haven't got a middle name. It's not my fault. Blame you, mother. Rude. (laughs) Come on,
0: then. Why has it been so expensive? What's happened?
1: Well, my son started college over in Camborne. Lovely. Yes, goodbye. Lovely knowing you. And obviously we live near Helston So I had to get him the bus sorted out Before he started I went online Like the earth mother extraordinaire that I am I really wouldn't call you that Rude I got onto the bus pass That I thought I needed I thought I'll set up a direct debit Because then it'll come out monthly Don't have to worry The ticket gets sent straight to his phone Which is in his hot little hand I mean
0: I'm very surprised by this story so far Because you are the most unorganised person I know Yet here you are
1: preparing Well hold on because you ain't heard the worst of it yet. Set up the direct debit, lovely. Then realised I'd actually got the wrong bus pass. What do you mean? Well, he could travel all round Camborne on the bus, <laughs> but he couldn't actually get from home to Camborne because I'd <laughs> done it for the wrong area. <laughs> so I paid out £45 up front for the bus pass that I didn't need. So then when he started college, I had to give him another 20 quid. Three-day pass on the bus, which doesn't even exist in Helston. So I spent £65, and the only bus trip he was able to do, or the tickets that I bought for him out of this £65 were from Port Flevin to Helston, which is about two miles. <laughs> it costs £65 oh to do no. two miles. <laughs> ah!
0: I can't believe you.
1: It's absolutely fine. I've said to everyone, beans on toast for dinner every night, it's character building. This is true. Now, I've been
0: out in the garden. I want to show you my arms. Look how badly cut up they are. My family say that I get very aggressive when I'm gardening. Now, I cannot differentiate (laughs) between weeds and plants. No idea. So I just pull it all up.
1: Why mess around?
0: Just get it all done. But I grappled with this bush and we fell out and look what's happened to me who
1: grapples with a bush me I can just imagine I bet your tongue was out and
0: everything you were grunting well my family said that I pull this face and I put my fists together <laughs> And I get prepared. I had no idea I was doing any
1: of that. I've seen that look. That look's been directed at me a few times. Really? In the
0: part. Yeah. I have trained my daughter well. I've got a 17 year old daughter and I came in the house feeling a bit sorry for myself. She made me a cup of tea. She ran me a bath. She gave me a facial. I what? mean I must have looked exhausted but I've
1: got her trained well. Oh foot massage. Oh this is not on. This is pampering to the extraordinary. My family wouldn't step over me if I was laying on the ground not breathing. Well I can rent her out for a small fee? Yes feed. please that would be lovely <laughs>
0: thank you. It's also been a very exciting week because it's been my birthday. Oh happy birthday Munch what are you now 53? 54? No this is the good news from 2019 to 2020 I have thought I was 42. You
1: always over age yourself. It
0: got to my birthday and I sat down and oh, you know when mate. you get to a certain age you actually have to count back and work yeah. it out. Do you do that? Yeah I, but I've given up it's too depressing. <laughs> so I counted back and I realised. I'd been forty one all that time. Now I'm forty two. So I'm quite happy about that because lots of us want to give up twenty twenty, don't we, and put it in the bin. Yes. Well, I haven't really aged another year. I've thought I was forty two for the last year. I'm quite happy, thank you very much. You're
1: sticking on the same age for another year. Not
0: bothered. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i was very excited though because you brought around my birthday present and you make a big thing of this every year i am very thoughtful with my presents and i try really
1: hard Uh-oh. and you <laughs> criticize them so much you are now don't take this the wrong way the most rubbish birthday present buyer. I've ever known in my whole entire life. That's
0: really insulting. Well, I'm sorry. I've bought you gorgeous presents in the
1: past that I know are important to you. You don't get it right very often. I put a lot of thought into mine. To be fair, you really did. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Having searched my entire house for wrapping paper, didn't have any. Do you know what? I haven't got time to go and buy any, so I thought, oh, my daughter Lily usually has brown paper to wrap stuff in because it's more eco. Oh, very Because she's like eco-warrior. Yes. No, none of that either. So I thought... What is the next best thing to use? And then it came to me in a flash of inspiration, greaseproof paper. Greaseproof paper. As I said to you when I gave it to you, it's a gift that keeps on giving. You unwrap your present, you then use the greaseproof paper to cook your chips on. Perfect. Always thinking
0: ahead, always planning. I have to say, if you hadn't told me, I would have just thought that you'd use that brown paper. Yeah. It looks quite effective. Yeah,
1: I know. It's not very sticky with sellotape though. I had a hell of a job. <laughs>
0: So thank you for my present. Thoughtful present. And then flowers arrived while we were here, just before we started recording. Yeah. I'm
1: shocked. Flowers delivered to the door for me. Well, who else were they going to be for? She opened the door and the lady said, Amy Williams. That was a bit of a giveaway, wasn't it? And I did. A bit I of said, a giveaway, love. I said, are they for me? Yeah. I can't believe it. Someone's bought me flowers. Oh,
0: pathetic. She looked at me like I'd oh, gone mad. Yeah,
1: well, you are.
0: Now that leads us nicely on being pathetic to a confession, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> Whose turn is it? this week it's your turn oh no each week we like to fess up let you know what we've got wrong often monumentally in the hope it might raise a smile generally it gets it off our
1: chest doesn't it Kath yes but I prefer it when you're getting it off your chest rather than I'm getting it off my chest
0: well no it is your turn to (laughs) fess up this week right but first we need a fanfare because Kath what is life without a fanfare not worth living
1: (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. You need it in every aspect of your life. When I was cutting that bush. When anyone's
0: cutting a bush, they need a fanfare. <laughs> because bushes are stressful, aren't they? Especially when they need trimming. When else do we need a fanfare? When you've paid £65 for a two-mile trip on a bus. <laughs> when you've wrapped my birthday present in greaseproof paper. Mate, that needed a fanfare.
1: I've got the sellotape to stick. Yeah, and when you unwrapped it and used it for your chips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so without further ado, here is said fanfare. on then Kath it's your turn to fess up you need to let it out let it go make yourself feel better about yourself what have you been up to you
1: know how you and I are the ultimate in a consumer's dream a hundred
0: percent look at that time we went to that soapy smelly shop that sold all those bath bombs i'm doing this with my hands i know know
1: but the thing is when we went in there you said oh you've got to come in here you've got to smell it it's so overpowering we had arm massages we had creams and lotions (laughs) and potions put everywhere we ended up spending about 300 pound each so i was sat at home the other day watching tv just before going off to bed cup of tea in hand and an advert came on for cross stitch it's a magazine that you subscribe to and you get it monthly and you get your little template of Pooh bear and eeyore and tigger and each month you get a different one and you get all the equipment that you need to do it well i'm so worried right now don't sign up i've signed up i don't know how you cross stitch i've got no idea i don't care i've signed on the dotted line i'm in so you're getting a cross stitch magazine or a
0: kit kit Have you ever done anything no. like this in your life? No. Do you even know how you go about starting a
1: cross-stitch? No. And what intricate design have you ordered? Well, it's all Disney stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even like Disney that much. Well, I like Eeyore because I, <laughs> I relate. <laughs> Sometimes I'm Eeyore, sometimes I'm Tigger. So has it arrived yet? No, I'm still waiting. I can't wait. It's going to be brilliant. I'm going to cross-stitch away (laughs) all my spare time, which I don't actually have much of. I'm going to be cross-stitching away. You're going to get cross-stitched presents for christmas oh and i'm birthdays. dreading it
0: i'm dreading it because they're all gonna look like accidents if you ever go at
1: eeyore it's gonna look like it's wow. been run
0: over or oh, they've melted yeah
1: i am hurtling headlong into middle age and i'm just going with it you're there already mate going with it darling <laughs> you're not hurtling you're there i'm gonna get doilies next
0: kath and amy they're a little bit wrong but oh so right I promised that we were going to bring you a brilliant story about how to make money out of your garden, out of maybe a playhouse in your garden. You were mentioning your shed. It's a little bit rickety. Oh, I wouldn't worry. Okay. I really wouldn't worry. Every week we hope to bring our favourite news story from around the world, something that's made us smile. Well, here we have Jason Neen from Wiltshire. He built an eight foot by six foot playhouse during lockdown. I mean, it's a pretty fabulous playhouse. It looks great. He's done a good job so
1: it's not massive then it's eight foot wide by six foot long
0: yeah it's so not That's huge. not huge no, okay no. okay for a bit of funny thought you know what i'm gonna list it as a holiday rental online just see what happens 500 pounds for a week not for one minute thinking anyone would book it well a family of four have are you joking me <laughs> no they've booked it for a weekend break i mean it sleeps <laughs> full it's got a balcony slide ladder a trap door and it's got toilet facilities they're not an issue because there's a neighbouring TARDIS, a replica of Doctor Who's time travelling machine if you're caught short, but still
1: £500. I don't know what to say. He built a playhouse and then he thought I'm going to advertise it online and just see how it goes. And someone's booked it. A family of four have booked it.
0: But this has got me
1: thinking, we could all make money out
0: of things in our garden. So think about your garden right now. Have you got any spare
1: space in it? Have you got your shed? What do you think you could do? Well, there's a bit of a lean-to in my garden round by my daughter's extension. I could put a roof over that and just have it as wild camping. I can leave sheets of tarpaulin out in the garden for when they arrive and some sticks and then just tell them to get on with it. They have to make their own tent. There we go. See? Hey! Sorted. I might be to <laughs> something here. And also, Amy, for you, I'm looking out of your conservatory window and your husband built a hobbit house. He did. Now I'm thinking, if he's getting £500 a week, but then saying that we're in Cornwall, you could easily get a grand a week. <laughs> in the summer i mean it's small hence why it's called a hobbit house only one person
0: at a time but that shouldn't be an issue
1: distance holidays but i wouldn't want people
0: using my toilet
1: well you just put a bucket out there oh okay sorted there we go or just do like an earth toilet and just dig a hole in the garden and then they just fill it in when they've used it that's disgusting thousand pound a week mate i think you can get over it (laughs) So if you've got anything in your
0: garden that you think you could rent out, be it a shed, be it a swing. I mean, people would probably pay
1: to stay on a swing, wouldn't they? You could have straps so that you just tie their arms onto it so that they don't fall off in the night. I mean, we've got wings. We really have. Dragon's Den. I'm feeling (laughs) it brewing in my girdles. In my girdles? I've
0: got a drum roll coming for you now, Kath. Happy day. Do you know what the drum roll means? Yes, I do. It
1: means it's time for word for the week. Oh, I love it so much. Okay, here we go. Very good drum roll. The point of the word for the week is that you take it and you slip it seamlessly into conversation. Don't draw attention to it. You just give yourself an internal high five and you move along with your life. It's very important that the internal high five happens. Because otherwise, what's the point? So, Amy always draws attention to when she's dropped the word in. I think it's because she just feels so ridiculously proud of herself.
0: All the time. I mean, it's the little things, isn't it? And I do feel chuffed when I manage
1: to do it. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Ooh, attitude-y. I love it. I'm going to give you the word for this week. And you need to imbibe it into your being. And just in passing, like if you're going in for surgery, just as you're put under anaesthetic, when you see the milkman, if you're going the fishmongers. If you're taking your dog for a walk or you're going on a little jaunt on your
0: horse. Come on, what is said word for the week? flippity gibbet. Oh, Say it flippity gibbet isn't it
1: nice to say it's really satisfying gibbet. come on then what does it mean someone who is silly and talks incessantly some would say either of us yeah
0: flippity gibbet so can you slip that word seamlessly into conversation don't draw attention to yourself give yourself an internal high five come on take up the mantle i have been waiting for the whole podcast calf mm-hmm. to have your survival guide tip of the week you have bigged
1: it up so I come have. on let me know what it is if you have some food stuffs, for example chocolate oh maybe biscuits anything that you really love that you've bought when you've been shopping but you don't want your children young or old to know about
0: well this is a massive issue isn't it you go to said supermarket they have offers on if you buy it you know if you take it home it's going to disappear within seconds yeah there's nowhere you can put it that they can't no. find it just disappears so what is the point but you're telling me that you know how you can keep it for yourself follow my
1: tips my love i will show you the ways padawan yes please take it in the toilet and eat it in there what do you mean take it in the toilet really carefully unwrap either by turning the taps on really loudly or flushing the chain (laughs) and then saying oh no, i I thought i was done but i'm just going to be in here a bit longer you've covered over the noise of unwrapping it by the taps or the flush And then you eat it. You sound like you've done this before. I have. I've spent my children's entire childhood days doing it. I'm not sharing everything, Amy. I've shared my body with them for nine months. I ain't sharing my chocolate. So you take your chocolate into the toilet and you've done it right the way through.
0: Yes. This is brilliant. Thank you. But the thing is, one, two, maybe even three chocolate bars could be consumed. What if you've bought a multi-pack? What do you do with the
1: rest of it? Well, (laughs) I've got a result for that as well. I put my stuff in the tumble dryer. Hang on. Yeah. Hang on
0: a minute. Yep. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> yeah. What do
1: you mean? I hide food in the tumble dryer. Yes. No one goes in the tumble dryer, Amy. It's genius. It's the best hiding place I could have ever dreamt of. I can't believe
0: this. So in episode one of the podcast, you shared how anything important, important documents, you lift up your printer and you put it under the lid and that's where you keep it. Either that or your daughter's underwear drawer. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but now you're telling me that any chocolatey treaty food stuff yep goes in your tumble dryer yeah
1: because they've raked the cupboards raw looking for food when i've been shopping and i've had the last laugh because i've put it in the tumble dryer so next time i come over to your house and
0: i mean it's been a long time since i've been there
1: you can open my tumble dryer and behold it is an aladdin's cave smorgasbord it's a smorgasbord of food foodstuffs so there you go eating the toilet hiding the tumble dryer thank you and goodbye And
0: on that note, it's already time for us to say goodbye. We just want to say a big thank you for your fabulous company this week. We will return again with episode four of the extortionate price of a fish pie. With more of the same, we're attempting this thing called life together and it's good to share the many challenges along the way. Say goodbye, Amy. Toodle pip, say goodbye, Kath. Cheers and gone.